Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Friday Night Dinner Podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD, who you can find over at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph? I'm great. How are you? Doing great, thanks. How's the weather you're wearing? It's hot. It's getting hot, but it was nice today. So it's in the 80s, mid-80s. Oh, okay. And you're starting to get some cooler weather, right? Okay. Or yeah. warmer. You're getting yeah. warmer, not cooler. Yeah, definitely getting hotter here. Atmosphere. It's bumped up to 18 Celsius, which is 64 Fahrenheit, and uh, yeah, it's getting pretty warm. So, uh, not a big fan of the warmth. I like it cooler, but yeah. Yeah, I like it warm. Oh, okay. See, at least so, so you know, we're not getting married anytime soon. Unfortunately, basically. sorry to break the hearts of the fans. <laughs> But it's funny though, like when it's hot out, at least you can like uh, open up your windows and like ventilate a little bit. Like you can't really do that when it's cold. Like when it's cold, you you sort of just have to bundle up. But like I do like a, a, about the warm weather is like I'll usually just open up a bunch of windows and just get the airflow going. So what's that saying? Scandinavian saying there's no such thing as bad weather. It's just inadequate clothing or something. Like Probably. you can always layer up, but yeah. when it's hot, you can't just like peel your skin off. You know, like you have it no. gets too hot sometimes. No, you can't. No. Um, yeah, we're here to talk about Gilmore Girls and uh in particular uh the episode Lost and Found, which is the thirty sixth episode overall. And uh yeah, it's uh man, Jess Jess just can't catch a break, can he? Um, no, and and Luke's bathroom magically moves. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the and whole the episode was... with uh, who's his ex girlfriend again? I can't remember her name. Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, Rachel? Rachel. No, where she comes out of the bathroom. Well, that's now a wall that <laughs> somehow the bathroom got sealed into a wall, and now um, they're breaking that down to make Jess's room. But they also didn't check to see if it's a load-bearing wall, so that made no sense to me. Well, These are the things I think about. Yeah, I think uh, Luke and his uh, frantic energy this episode, because he really was frantic. He was doing a bunch of weird stuff right. that didn't quite add up. Like, in particular, right. he, he was he went and bought a whole building, which was like... Well, once he... he said that about the dad's sign, something snapped. Yeah. Because he's very attached to his dad and his yeah. dad's memory and i knew as soon as taylor said that i was like "Ooh, that's not gonna be good no but the fact that he went out and bought a whole building that's like okay I think right there's better ways to handle this but um yeah but what uh, did you think he was talking about when he's like oh i blew a thousand dollars a hundred thousand dollars because of you did you what did you think he was talking about to like who said that so when at the end where um uh oh, I just lost his name. Oh, what's the what, Luke? When Luke went to Lorelai's house and he's like, It's because of you I just spent a hundred thousand dollars and she's like, Oh, cool or nice or something. Mm. What did you think he was referring to? Probably buying the condo or whatever. It I was. thought he was bought yeah, I thought it was an apartment that he actually bought. Yeah. Yeah. But no, he bought he bought the building. So yeah. the real estate in uh, Stars Hot, well, this is also 2002, is relatively inexpensive. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say $100,000. <laughs> and it sounds like he bought the building, not just a suite. So 
No, he bought the building. Yeah. Who knows how many like suites it has, but still, it's a pretty good deal. Good on you, Luke. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, this episode uh, also has with it a ton of Jess for better, for worse. And uh, yeah, I guess the big question is, do you think Jess stole the bracelet? I thought it fell off of her. You think? And maybe he wanted something of hers with him. Maybe I, that's what happened. But I thought it fell off. Oh, you've you've kind of maintained that he may have kind of taken it off her, right? Yeah, I think it was during like the the episode with the um, picnic. It looked like he maybe took it took it from her. Um, I don't know. I I think either way he felt bad, and I think if he did take it, he felt bad, and that's why he returned it. Because he realized that he mm-hmm. went too far. So, I don't know. And, and you see Lorelai go little mama bear on him. Oh, yeah. And then also, she comes to terms with the fact that he knows something that she doesn't know. You know, and she's like, that bracelet is her most prized possession. He's like, well, how come she went without it for two weeks without noticing? And you can see Lorelai go, oh, good point. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But usually Lorelai is the expert on Rory. So maybe this is the first time that somebody's kind of one-upped her with the information. Well, Jess is just a wealth of insight this episode because even Rory's freaking out and he's like, well, if Dean's going to get up that upset about this, then like, that's, that's weird. You know, that's a bit of a problem. He's true. It's a bracelet. He, yeah, he is. He's yeah. Right. And he, he is kind of the voice of reason. Yeah. <laughs> For all the stuff that he's done, he's the voice of reason. Yeah. But you know, like we talked about the stuff that he does, it's largely just pranks and yeah. Like stealing the garden, like Babette's garden gnome and stuff. You yeah. Know? But yeah, this was something that was a little, little more than that. But, uh, but you know, and, and you didn't really see what, what Lorelai was doing when she came out. It's was like, oh, I thought you were just going to pay him. Oh, no. She no. has to talk with him. And it, it does seem like he's learning a little bit, too. Like, even this episode when Rory says, like, hey, if you care about me, like, be nice to my mom. Try mm-hmm. to, like, make an effort. And he does, admittingly, like... Mm-hmm. You know, when she offers him the Chinese food, he does take her up on it and he does make small talk with her. He says, like, I'm not a big right. small talk guy, but he's trying because he, he likes having Rory in his life. You can tell. So, And also, if she's if Lorelai's so distrusting of him, why would she leave him in her house with the doors unlocked? Yeah, yeah. like she left him in the house with the doors unlocked and then she wonders, I mean... You don't trust him, so why are you surprised that he's in her room? Yeah, that felt a little weird, and it felt like... That'd be enough to send him home, wouldn't you think? Like, if you're like, you came in my house. Or why would you even leave? Because yeah. she made such a fuss about how she didn't well, trust him. If you leave the door unlocked, I guess presumably he has to maybe use a washroom or... A bathroom or something. or something. Yeah, so, right. So I think but maybe why would she you... was... She was a little kind of like, hmm, why are you in this room and not like just washing your hands or something? But I don't know. It it, um, it felt a little weird, but I think at the same time, too, uh, you know, I, I think he did it. I think he definitely took the bracelet. But again, I think he, oh, he took a, it. Yeah, he had a change of heart because even he, he kind of says, why? Why did she lose it for two weeks? So he knows how long it's been gone. So he wouldn't know that unless he took it. So Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought there was something about that. I'm like, oh, I think you just implicated yourself in this. So he yeah. did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, this episode uh, largely barks on, um, or largely is about Rory trying to improve Lorelai's relationship with Jess. She convinces Lorelai to hire Jess to clean their gutters, despite uh, Lorelai's insistence otherwise. Um, Luke like snooping in her room. Yeah, Luke gets pretty annoyed having to live with Jess because he's got boxes everywhere. Also, Jess is playing music, which he says he needs to like go to sleep, which is weird, but okay. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, can't you wear headphones? Like, that would give you the same thing. And you're right, with all the bunch. stuff that brought, yeah. Maybe like, it's just that me, it's a passive aggressive thing. Yeah. Just felt a little weird that he'd be like, I need this to go to sleep. And it's like, okay, that I, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you that as like the benefit of the doubt. Sure. But you could still mm-hmm. just wear headphones. Just wear some headphones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That's true. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, Luke and um, Jess go apartment hunting. They try to find something, but they can't really. Uh, Lorelai pretends to be Luke's wife, which I thought was pretty funny. Also kind of cute in a way, because it's like, we know they have such right. romantic tension. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. that she had was cute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even like Luke kind of going along with it, you can tell he was really uncomfortable, but like, I think he knew it was going right. to help him. So. Right, right. <laughs> Um, and for some reason he didn't want the sprucing of the apartment and she's like oh no you're getting the sprucing yeah <laughs> that was great and then she talks to him about Jess too about how Jess might like um, Rory and then he's all kind of excited like hey oh that'd be great because Rory's a great kid and she's like yeah that's great that they might be together wonderful <laughs> yeah. she's just so disappointed I think she meant it as like a cause for concern and he's like oh yeah no that's great like right that's good for him yeah right yeah. Um, yeah I think it's even more so confirming what we all have all kind of felt for a while which is that yeah there's something kind of forming between Jess and Rory uh, romantic and this must have been around the time that they were dating too right I think so yeah because they started dating around like 2002 to 2006 so, so this is right when things were starting okay oh they were they were together for four years huh yeah they were together for a while wow. so yeah I think this would have been around the time because yeah this aired February 26, 2002. So, yeah, it would have been around that time. Hmm. Huh. So you get um, to see them falling on screen. Yeah. Interesting. It is pretty interesting. Kind of cute in a way, too. I uh, mean, they do have good chemistry. They do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, eventually, Luke finds out that the place he wants to uh, buy or rent is owned by Taylor, uh, who also wants to buy... <laughs> A flower shop next to um, uh, Luke's diner there, and uh, yeah, Luke. Luke wow, he's got some control issues. Yeah, Taylor. <sighs> Taylor. Cow. I mean, Taylor is probably as close as it comes to like a villain in this show. But like, even for him, like he has these really nice intentions. Like he just wants to open up a, a, a like collectible plate so store. Forces his will. Yeah. Yeah. But then he also, yeah, he like, he he does seem like he's mildly kind of nice, but then also he seems like he's a bit problematic too. So I don't know where I stand right. with him, but. Um, I find him, I find him to, yeah, like you said, I think he's got, uh, he's got kind of a mean streak in him. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of control issues, but there's also something about him that isn't trustable. That's not a word, but. 
I think he, he doesn't compromise, which is his thing. Like, most people would eventually mm-hmm. compromise with someone that go, you know what, this is a bigger thing for you than it is for me, sure. He doesn't really do that. He just keeps going with his agenda, which I think is his biggest well, goal. let's look at Kirk, who doesn't compromise either. Mm. And he's a lot easier to take. Yeah. Well, so, I don't know if Kirk, like, Kirk doesn't really mean harm by what he does, and I have a feeling that... Taylor, like, you know, if you get harmed by what he wants, that's just too bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling like that. He's almost like a Mr. There's... Burns type, kind of. Mm. Like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. A little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Luke has a funny line where he's like, arm swinging length, arm swinging length. <laughs> Meaning he's got oh, yeah. punch Yeah, and Taylor. he had to reiterate it. Yeah, but he yeah. warned him. Yeah. Yeah. And I can actually see him with that comment, because, again, you know, Luke's very sensitive about his dad's stuff. And, of course, bring up the sign. I was like, that's not good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he gave him fair warning. He did. That wouldn't surprise me if he went ahead and hit him. It wouldn't have surprised me, no. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, and uh, then then he throws then, then Taylor throws the application in the trash, which has all his identifying information. And somehow Luke walks away from the trash can with this application in the trash can uh, face up with all his information on it. I was thinking that too. I'm like, that that should be going oh, into yeah. a shredding bin. Why is that going right, in the garbage? Right. Right. I mean, mind you, it's Stars Hollow. I'm pretty sure most people there are pretty, like, not really the data stealing type, but still. General rule of thumb. But still. For people listening. That's probably not a social security number on because this is 2002. Right? It's also, so it's also Luke and it's also Stars Hollow. I feel like he probably doesn't worry about these things, but yeah. I'd probably be right after him going, here's your application, don't leave this in trash. But well, it also speaks to Taylor too, that he was just, I mean, that's just such a rude thing to do is just throw the application out in front of him. Yeah. You know, oh, totally. like, I wouldn't approve it anyway. I mean, he's, he, oh, such a baby. He really is. And Taylor at the best of times is annoying at the worst. He's, Almost like a full-blown villain, I think. Yeah, uh, malicious, malicious, yeah. Yeah. He has some malicious intent with stuff. There's not really any time where I think Taylor's Taylor's winning me over. Like, there's just never really a yeah. time where I'm like, okay, Taylor's Taylor's got some charm to him today. No, he's usually... I'm asking kind of an impossible question. Yeah. Taylor or Dean? Which one as, would you prefer? As to who's more annoying? Yeah. Well, we'll go with that. I was thinking more like who's... Who's a better person? But yeah, we'll just go with who's more annoying. Okay, well, who's a better person? See, here's the thing. I feel like Taylor, he's an a-hole, but at least he recognizes it. He seems okay with it. Deem seems to think he's like the Lord Savior, you know, the greatest thing to hit mankind, mm-hmm. and he's not. Mm-hmm. And I think that annoys me more. So I'd say ah. probably Because at least Taylor, like, okay. he's a jerk, but like... People mention it all the time. He's okay with it. He just rolls with it. He's like, yeah, this is who I am. So what? You know. And, and I'd say the opposite. I would say Dean is the nicer person. But see, also because too. Because Taylor's got some underhand of stuff he does. But go ahead. But also Taylor does have a lot of moments where he wants to improve the town. And I'm like, okay, that's nice. Like he wants, he, he wants to improve the infrastructure of the town. He wants to make things better for those who live there and for those who visit. So I'm kind of like, Even though it makes it more difficult for some people. Yeah, I think maybe that's where he falls, is that he doesn't quite understand what it means for other people. But I think at the same time, too, I'm like, he's trying. He's trying to actually do things like repair a bridge or, 
you know, do all these other things. I'm like, like, okay, you know, he, he's trying. I, I think he doesn't always succeed, but he tries. So mm-hmm. That's a good point. I don't know. They're both. I mean, Dean's probably the, the worst. If you said Dean or Christopher, that would be a tougher one, though. I think you could choose both for that. Yeah, it's a tie. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Dean, he notices that Rory isn't wearing his bracelet, and uh, he starts to ask her about it. Uh, Rory makes up. Brought a... up before in the show, the bracelet. I don't remember this being brought up. No. No. Okay. Um, me. Okay. But uh, Rory says, "Like, oh, I I took it off for my Spanish." midterm or something like that um yeah so um it was from giving her a rash that's the story she came up with yeah um okay let's see what else and you do uh, see a moment where dean's kind of sweet that she you know he's being kind of you know he's not into reading so i mean i think that's one of the issues that he and rory will never connect fully because of that but it, you know, he's like, "Oh, why don't you go look at these astronomy books?" And you know, I'll be over here. I mean, it's it was it was kind of cute that he did that. They thought about her, but the other thing is that he's just not going to be the kind of academic person um, that Rory wants. He also seems a little selfish too. Like he mentioned going to see Lord of the Rings, and oh yeah, and there was a little bit of miscommunication there, where like Rory's like. Oh, but I said I wanted to see it like a hundred more times. I wasn't like serious and like literal. You take it literally, yeah. Yeah, and like most boyfriends, girlfriends, any partner would go, okay, no, totally, let's go see something else. Instead, he's still like, mm-hmm. so we're gonna go see Lord of the Rings, right? I'm like, okay, she's gonna let you know, dude, that like she doesn't really want to go see Lord of the Rings read again, the like, right? Yeah, like read the room, right. but right. And, and well, it, it's kind of like also when he was gonna like she had you know made him i put that in quotes made him wear a tux to her debutante thing how mm-hmm. he said oh was it battle boss or something like you know we're yeah. gonna watch it you know for the rest of the year or whatever it was yeah. i'm like maybe you do something for somebody because you love them i don't know yeah he seems pretty selfish a lot of times so but again you know he's he's 16 right or 17 wherever yeah. he is we do i mean he does look older than that because he probably is at this point um, the actor is, so we have to take an account. I think he's like three years older than what the show portrays him as. Like they say he's sixteen, but he's actually okay. nineteen or something like that. But okay, so um, I mean we have to take that into account too that he's he's young still. Yeah, but that yeah. doesn't excuse all his behavior. He's still responsible for it. True. I guess the question is whether he grows out of it or not. So right, and I think uh, what you said, we find out. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, so Jess, uh, we find out it's taken the bracelet. When he finds out that uh, Rory's so distraught about it, uh, he puts it underneath her bed without her knowing. He basically tricks her into searching under the bed again. Um, Lorelai, meanwhile, caught Jess before sneaking out of the bedroom. So she kind of puts two and two together and figures out that he had the bracelet all along. But Jess denies it. Uh, when he leaves, uh, you know, Rory, or Lorelai offers him the cash and kind of just confronts him about it. Says like, Hey, I know you took the bracelet and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like you said before, uh, great job by just to basically say, well, she didn't notice it was gone for two weeks. What does that say about her and Dean? So. Right. 
And again, here's something that that Lorelai is so convinced that she knows Rory better on. Mm-hmm. And then just like one's officer, he knows exactly what to say to psychologically kind of break down people, I think. Yeah. You know, like what's what's the thing that would really get to, to Lorelai? Because, you know, both of them have said that they're each other's best friend. Uh, you know, question her parenting or how much she knows about her kid. That would mm-hmm. get to her. Yeah. And that's exactly what he does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Um, oh, Luke later comes in and tells uh, Lorelai that he bought the... Now, here's the thing. Uh, he says he bought the building. I wasn't too sure if he meant the flower shop or the apartment building at first. I think he bought the apartment. I don't think he bought the flower shop. Here's the other thing. Where's if where's the house that he grew up in? Why yeah. why is he living up above? I mean, did the sister? Because remember, he's got the sister who's just his mom. Did she get the house and then she sold it? Or what's, you know, like, wouldn't you think that he would be living in the, I don't know, it's just an aside. Wouldn't he be living in the house he could of have his been, parents rather than upstairs? He could have been renting too, possibly. Well, I mean, why, why wouldn't he be living, why would he be living there instead of a house that his family owned? Because he's lived there his whole life, right? Yeah. I also something about it doesn't kind of make sense. I also see Luke as the guy, the guy who doesn't need much. And I think for most people oh, who yeah, want true, like, true. a little more in life, they would go, yeah, he seems like the kind of guy, like he'd be okay living in an office above the diner. Like yeah, he doesn't right. need much. So uh, you're right. Yeah. Less maintenance. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he didn't he, expect just to come live with him. Yeah. Maybe he didn't. Uh, maybe he did sell the house. Cause he was like, I just don't need this. And yeah. Yeah. Would explain why he seems yeah. to have a ton of money and yeah because he really just like he puts money down no problem like he goes and buys that place like i just wrote a check yeah right i'm like okay that was pretty easy for you um and he offered to loan money to lorelei and yeah yeah like he seems to have all this money and part of me is like hmm like i could totally see him selling his dad's house and then just keeping the money and just using it whatever he needs to plus he Mm -hmm. probably would get a lot of interest depending on how much money it was so Right. He's invested some, maybe. He seems like he would invest money. I yeah. guess that I'm, I don't know what. I don't know. He just seems he's like pretty a, savvy. He seems a very fiscal guy, so. Um, yeah, he just seems savvy about that stuff. There are some comments he's made, and you're like, oh, yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, or when, when he talked to Lorelai about how long it took for him to build up his business and stuff. Like, he was, he seemed kind of on the ball with things. So. Yeah, he seems aware of, like, how to run a business, how to be financially responsible so so lorelei is financially stable another good attribute to luke yep just saying lorelei better than christopher mm-hmm. who just goes off the rails because you you say that you feel you you've improved on something in yourself that mildly involves him freaking christopher <laughs> oh um, we have a pen that shows up that was in the um secrets and loans episode um they find another couch and um and Rory says, oh, here's Grandma's pen. She, and Lorelai's like, well, keep it there. It makes it more fun or something like that. Yeah. But that's that was... the pen she borrowed from Emily in uh, Secrets and Loans. Yeah. I didn't realize that she that was, but that's funny that you mentioned that. So, there's, so you know, now for all the times we said there's not continuity, here's serious continuity. <laughs> that pen is still this there. Is big time continuity. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. 
Uh, yeah, and then the, the episode ends with Luke going into their place and smashing a hole in the wall and basically saying, that's mm-hmm. Jess's new room, which I thought was a great scene. Uh, oh, yeah. Luke Luke was a little manic throughout this whole episode. I'm so used to him keeping his cool, but yeah, just going and, you know, skip ahead to my he favorite quote of the whole mm-hmm. episode, which was him saying, that's your room. Finish up and we'll hold hands and skip afterwards. Right, was- right. <laughs> Oh, that was great. Because that's what Jess said, didn't he? Didn't he say, like, you know, oh, and then we can hold hands and skip afterwards? I think there's something yeah. that he... Yeah. yeah. It was a little this bit of, like a, another one recently. A follow-up to that, like, yeah. Like a zing back to him, yeah. 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 But, you know, it might be load-bearing wall. Don't do that at home. Nope. Same. Okay. Um, no questions for this episode, but uh, favorite performance? I'm going to go with Luke. Uh, I'm going to go with Luke. Yeah, he was, he was great in this. Although, that beats me, uh, Jess was also pretty great in this, too. The the Danes boys. Yeah, oh, yeah, good. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor, I think he's a good actor, but that's my least favorite performance, because I don't like Taylor. So that's based on nothing rational. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I can give you that. that that's fair. Um... Gosh, I'm trying to think of who I didn't like in this one. Most... Maybe you don't have Smeed in like that's okay. Yeah, I think mostly. Mostly I, I like the like them all. Just trying to mm-hmm. think of I mean Dean, I guess. That's a safe bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole why don't we go watch Lord of the Rings again? I'm like, oh dude, you're the worst. And here's the thing, you could say it's not his performance, but I think the show tries to paint him as a good boyfriend. Like, even in retrospect. Well, everybody like, buys into that, too. Yeah, like, everyone seems to largely think he's some great boyfriend. I get it. Except for Richard, who's like, I know what's up. Richard, right, right, Richard knows. Yeah. But yeah, but like, the way that he, that she's talking, or that Lorelai's talking about Dean to um, Jess is just so unrealistic. Yeah, you know, going on and on about how he's good to her, and I'm like, what? What? Where does this come from? Yeah, how do you get this information that he's this great guy? Because he's not really. So, right. Okay. Um, it's like everybody wants this to work out so well for Rory. You know, I think so. I I think it's like it's Rory's first love, and you know, there's a certain uh, infatuation with that. Oh, and and Christopher was. Lorelai's first love, so I wonder if that has something to do with it. I could totally see that, yeah. Um, favorite reference? Favorite reference? I like the Mel Brooks reference. That was a good one. Whenever you yeah. can bring up Mel Brooks, that's good. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. Um... Or Patience Grasshopper. I like that one, too. Yeah. Gosh, I guess... Um, yeah. I mean... Uh, Taylor, when he's mentioning all the plates, he makes like a bunch of references to like Mary Poppins and all this other stuff. And oh, the Beatles, Mary Poppins, and Elvis, I think is what he said. Yeah, I was like, that seems like totally something I would see on a really cheesy random. plate. Yeah, <laughs> ra- ra- random, but also <laughs> yeah, something they kind of nailed that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Also, uh, you can see people dying. Yeah, yeah. Favorite quote? I already mentioned mine, which was the one at the end. What was your favorite line? Yeah, that's mine too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. And while the product placement, while the pro- it was like the Truman Show. So you have you have 
Lorelai mentioning, oh yeah, we just got a crate of Maybelline Fresh Lash, which actually is a good mascara. Um, and then there's the whole thing where they're doing uh, the Jane magazine. I mean, there's obvious product placement. I don't know if it's this episode or the last one where Rory's got ice cream she's walking with and she's got two cans of Ready Whip cream and you could tell that they're they're adjusted just so to face the camera, the way she's holding, she's cradling them. And so it, they're, all the product placement, I can think, well, that makes sense because at, the, at this point, the show's doing really, really well. So you probably had all sorts of people throwing, you know, money at them to advertise stuff. But, but this episode, I think, has been the most obvious of all the product placement. Yeah. And just to say, oh, yeah, we have a cart and a Maybelline Fresh Lash, that's just seemed really weird. <laughs> it's not done very subtly. I mean, other episodes are probably done very subtly, but not in this one. Yeah. Um... Trying to think. Yeah. Oh, um, there was also a really weird reference in this episode to um, the I Like Ike bumper sticker, which was. Oh, yeah. For the draft Eisenhower movement. Mm hmm. So, I don't know. Oh, do you like the Eisenhower thing? Yeah. Yeah. I know they bring up history stuff every once in a while, like pop culture history stuff. Yeah. That one felt a little weird. I, I looked that one up and I was like, oh, okay, but. Like, oh, because you're Canadian, you didn't know about that. Okay. Well, some yeah. Americans might not know either. I, I imagine a lot of yeah. Americans probably wouldn't know. Right, the Eisenhower. Yeah. Um, any behind-the-scenes trivia for this episode? Let's see. Uh, oh, Gloria came back, or whatever her name is, the one that was working on the car. So now we see her selling books at the library book sale. Oh it's yeah. The same lady. What's her, is her name Gloria? Uh, Gypsy. Gypsy, oh. Okay, I got the G yeah. part right. And um, we have, again, Kirk... Oh, haggling. Yeah. yeah, Kirk loves his haggling. He's like a haggling master. Um, right. For a 60-cent book, yeah. Where it's, where it's being donated. All the money's, you know, for a good cause and stuff. It's just he he likes that interaction. Okay. I like I like Kirk. Yeah. he, he He's... he's I don't know. Something about it's kind of sad. Like you just think he probably <laughs> missed some development or something. But he, he's or he's or he missing. well, he just he, it's a way for him to connect to people. Yeah, I think he just maybe you know. And you wonder is he lonely or is he just think he's doing great or? Hmm? I just think he maybe just missed out on some developmental like social skills and like he's just doing the best he can. Like he doesn't seem to ever think what he's doing is wrong. He seems to think he's doing all right. But yeah. It, that's my takeaway on it. It's like I feel like it just... kind of reminds me of um, if you look up obsessive compulsive personality disorder. It's different than OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. But obsessive compulsive personality disorder is needing things to be just right. This also kind of fits Taylor too. Totally. Um, you need things to be just right. And you have very strict rules about what should and shouldn't be done. Yeah. Um, and you get kind of out of sorts when things are not done your way. And it seems like that fits both both Kirk and uh, Taylor. Totally. Um. So there's a little bit of a funny reference here in this episode. Um, Rory uh, says to Lorelai that uh, Lorelai called Luke Duke for two years just to make him mad, uh, mm -hmm. which is funny because apparently in the first script for Gilmore Girls, there was a few typos where Luke was named Duke instead. <laughs> so a little inside reference. That's like cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, 
just trying to think of what else. Uh, oh yeah, you mentioned the kitchen area and the bathroom being a little different than where it was the, last right. time we saw it. Was that right? Yeah. No, that was totally right. Oh! Right. They said, after being Woo! located just beyond the kitchen area in the first season on, the bathroom in Luke's place has moved to the other side of the apartment near the bedroom area. It remains there for the remainder of the series. So the bathroom just decided, you know, I was tired of being in that location. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. As bathrooms do sometimes. Sometimes they just move. Yeah. Uh, well, it's okay. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, they did mention that the book Kirk was trying to buy was called Like Water for Chocolate, and it got adapted mm -hmm. into a movie in the 90s. Right. So. With, I think, Juliana Pinochet, I think. Is that her name? Juliana Pinochet. Was an English patient? I think. No, is that wrong? That might be wrong. Let me double check. Uh, no, it doesn't look like it. Lumi Cavosos, Marco Leonardi, Regina Tomei, and Mario Martinez. Really? Yeah. What movie am I? There's some movie with Julia Binochet, and she's a, she does something with chocolate or baking or something. Oh, chocolate! Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I think she's... Yeah, she's in, in that. Let me double check. Uh, oh, wow, that was a good episode. Yeah. Oh, this one? Yeah. Yeah. What did you give this one a score of? I give it a nine. Okay. What do you think? Uh, Man, I'm going to give this... I'm going to give this an eight. I think it's good. I don't think it's great, mm -hmm. but it's good. Solid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that it didn't have Christopher. <laughs> yeah. Any episode without Christopher automatically is... Automatic. That already gets you like a five. <laughs> it's funny that, like, I think some people made note that, like, we really dunk on Christopher, but, like, really, the show doesn't want you to like him, I don't think. Like, they go out of their way no, to be like... No, yeah. I, you yeah. don't have to apologize for not liking him. He's, yeah. he's had some rude behavior. And, and, you know, like we said, you know, he seems charming, but kind of like the Shiri know what she got into. Totally. Okay. Um, yeah. I think it's uh, time to wrap this up. You can find Steph over at stephaniesarkis.com. Gaslighting is the book and Talking Brains is the podcast. And I'm over at threeandgreennerds.com where you can find uh, various movie commentaries and podcasts and other stuff to listen to, so... Check it out when you have some time. And, uh, yeah, with that said, uh, until next time, uh, and I'm trying to see what the next episode is because I already forgot, knowing me. Um, and let's see, it is... Oh, it's whatever comes after 15. Yeah, it's 14. 16. There's the rub. Okay. There um, you go. Shakespeare until, reference. Yeah. Until next time. Bye for now. Bye.